This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet. Las Vegas. Paul and Lindsay on this Monday afternoon, just a few days away from the NHL's expansion draft, as well as the NHL's schedule release. And we thought it might be all quiet on the Western front, so to speak, among the team that is soon to be no longer the new kid on the block, the Vegas Golden Knights. But on Saturday, over the weekend, they got a few things done. And today, they introduced a couple of new cats who will be part of the Vegas Golden Knights because the Vegas Golden Knights are exempt from the expansion draft. One would be a guy by the name of Nolan Patrick. Mm-hmm. He comes to us uh, via Philadelphia through Nashville because the Cody Glass experiment has been shattered, mm-hmm. so to speak. And also the Golden Knights did another three-way, got involved with the New York Rangers and Tampa Bay Lightning, and now they have a forward by the name of Brett Howden. And you'll never guess where they played their junior hockey, Paul. Where, Lindsay? Oh, well, one Mr. Nolan Patrick is uh, obviously a a product of the Brandon Wheat Kings. We've had a a few of those players make their way through this roster. Wheat Kings? Wheat Kings. Um, And then uh, Howden uh, played for the Moose Jaw Warriors, which is also in the WHL. And uh, so a lot of familiar lines in terms of the type of player that we like to have on this team. And, you know, Nothing but respect for to, to Brett Howden, but this is really about Nolan Patrick's addition to this squad and, and more notably Cody Glass's uh, being sent away. And it's a lateral move, but it's a necessary one that allows them to get another center in this pipeline that is very, very much... Uh, under fortified we've talked at length about that which is a huge opportunity for nolan himself who's had some injury problems between concussions with a migraine issue but it hasn't he didn't really click in philadelphia for a number two overall pick in 2017 he was probably the most talented out of that draft class at the time but he was um nico hershey was uh drafted ahead of him who's now the captain of the new jersey devils but you know cody glass is one of those guys that this team really wanted to take a step outside of the power play. And I think it spoke volumes that the guy, a guy that really only finds a way to find uh, points on a score sheet during the power play and was not really inserted into the lineup when that was one of the biggest areas of need in the playoffs. Um, and so we kind of thought that Cody Glass was probably going to be well on his way. And I think it's a good change of scenery for him. I don't know really what they're doing in Nashville because that Ryan Ellis was also part of that three-way trade. 
um, and, and going to Philadelphia as a defenseman. So why couldn't Glass break the ceiling here? I don't... <laughs> Well, it could be a bunch of different things uh, because, like I said, it's not like he wasn't given the opportunity. I think this organization does a really good job of of giving their young guys a shot. And we all know that everybody gets a few more looks if they're picked at a certain place or if they're from a certain pipeline or if they were coached by somebody certain. And Cody Glass was definitely one of those guys. And as I said, he found ways to make plays in the offensive zone sometimes. But if you're Number one draft pick, first round. We're going to put you on the, we're going to have you centering Max Patriotti and Mark Stone type of stuff. It can't be sometimes, and it can't be the only place that you're impactful is in the offensive zone. Cody Glass, to me, was not ready to commit to a two way game that is necessary to succeed at the NHL level at this point. Part of that is his age and with that, the body that he has yet to develop. You, we heard all offseason how much time he put in the weight room being injured, how, how much more it was going to be um, a, an easier transition for him to hold his own in this league. And he played damn near half the season before being basically jettisoned out of that lineup. And clearly that wasn't the case that 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 step hadn't been taken and maybe he was more physically ready but in terms of where he was at with this organization where this organization was at with him it did not seem like it was going to be um an easy place for him to exist anymore and he didn't really do himself any favors i saw him play one silver knights game and while he did have a couple of goals and a couple of assists because cody glass gets points we, that's not the question but one of the things that i one of the plays that i saw him make that was most apparent to what Cody Glass is right now is that it was on an offensive um, chance. He goes back door, misses the pass and puck goes back up ice, right back towards the golden Knights end. Most people would stop and start and start back checking or at the very least I'll loop around the, the, the goal and then head back up. That's like kind of like a lazy way to do it because then you're taking your time, but at least I'm giving the effort to look like I'm back checking. Cody would just slow stop into the boards before kind of hitting up against standing up. Oh, that's right. I got to get back. That urgency for him wasn't in there. wasn't there for a shift to shift mindset and the urgency of what he could do on a team like the golden Knights wasn't there either i just think he there was some bad blood on both sides that he wasn't he wasn't willing to push and so they pushed him out and so you get somebody in the in in here that's of similar age of similar ilk centerman all these things and you kind of get a reset and they're going to expect things from nolan patrick because again they were expecting those same things for cody glass what could this roster have been like with a more solid center with a and how big of an impact does it have up and down the lineup but especially on that power play time if you just have somebody reliable let alone somebody who can produce on a more consistent basis and again it's about be, being available on a consistent basis for nolan patrick but if he's able to find a good fit here which by all signs it looks like it this would be the spot because if he can't make this work here where is it going to be for nolan patrick yeah patrick is restricted free agent mm-hmm. so they're gonna have to put some money to him yep. glass still had one year on his deal and with howden coming in he is also signed for one year so it means there's a little bit less cap space for the knights to work with but it means that howden's gonna have a roster spot unless they end up dealing him, which I can't imagine that they would. Well, there's a there's a freeze right now, too. The only people that can really deal with anything is Seattle because now that the, the lists have been submitted for the protections, 
They are the exclusive team that can do any sort of negotiations with anybody that is unprotected on those lists. So you're hearing some of the rumors come out on social media. Well, they're really close to signing a deal with so-and-so. They're really close to getting this whole thing done. They're the only team that can do anything right now because if we were letting other teams make deals, there'd be so many little backdoor, backroom, totally illegal things to happen because even when everything has been planned for, we have guys that get submitted into a playoff lineup that are $18 million or over the cap. And I get it, Kucherov, I get it. But then you also have what the Montreal Canadiens did, which was expose Carey Price and reserve that uh, protection, that that um, that cloak for one Mr. Jake Allen, who was very much widely rumored to be exposed since he signed there in the offseason, or did they trade for him? I forget. But regardless, he was brought to Montreal as potentially that kind of expansion draft bait but clearly, based off of what we saw from Carey Price in the playoffs, was not there in the regular season. But they want Jake Allen around because they got results, right? Well, it's a much more palatable number, obviously, at, at just under $3 million. Carey Price, who's been dangled out there now at $10.5 million, signed mm-hmm. for five more years. And I apparently s- getting off-season surgery as there are news stories being trickled out of, of him exploring, getting some cleanup work done. I don't. That's not coincidence either. Right? So they're sniffing... <laughs> The Kraken are sniffing around Carey Price because they're going to do their due diligence on someone like Because if you that. see Carey Price out there, say, you can take him. Right Here it is. You have to. You have to. Because of what you just saw and of what you've seen over the course of his career, but he is the ultimate, ultimate thirst trap when it comes to the expansion draft, Carey Price is. Because you could pick him. And that's about as comparable of a move you could make as the Golden Knights made in terms of selecting Marc-Andre Fleury. But you know that it comes with a lot of extra baggage that was not present when Marc-Andre Fleury was picked here. And that's why when he's out there, it almost seems stupid not to take him. But man, nobody really saw that option coming. And I think just based off of how many scenarios and, and battle plans that they've gone through, how many of those do you think included the, the option to take Carey Price on their roster, right? It's almost like too big of a, how the hell could we pull this off? Right, probably we prepared for that, right? more than anything else based on who's been dangled out there. But the Kraken, interestingly enough, as the Vegas Golden Knights went through this four years ago, the Kraken have, there's a, there's a pseudo blueprint on how to build a team. Yes. Uh, for the for the Kraken. And in a lot of cases, a lot of these so-called mock drafts that are out there suggest that they're going to use about two-thirds of the money and then spend some more money on the open market, which allows them, as you just mentioned, they're the only ones able to talk right now. Right. And so everybody who's an unrestricted free agent, if their agent is, is worth their salt, mm-hmm. has made a call to Ron Francis and said, guess what? We're available. Right. If you're willing to pay. Because mm-hmm. you're going to need a face of the franchise. You need somebody. And I would imagine that some of the larger unrestricted free agents who feel that, you know, guys that were making $5 million on defense last year that had a good statistical year mm-hmm. would be willing to take that same kind of money to be part of some history, knowing that whatever team that they were on, and again, this is being selective, at least in my opinion, te- guys that were on teams that weren't even close to sniffing the playoffs, let alone some sort of play-in or whatever it was, 
would be thrilled to join an expansion team just to have a new a new lease on life, maybe make themselves a new name, create you know cra- craft out or you know uh, carve out a little niche for themselves with a brand new team. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be roles. Not everybody selected in this draft is going to be a superstar. The Knights have proven that. If you look at their roster makeup right now. Well, now, there's, there's what, only in terms of who is well, selected. Are you the expansion, saying right now, right now? Because most of this team is made up of players that we have traded for. Right. But there's only five left. We have left. to select the players that went off in trades or the draft picks or whatever. Like all of these moves enable all the moves going for it. It doesn't really need to be said. That's kind of obvious. And yeah, there's not every player on this team is going to be a superstar, but you need some superstars on this roster. And you're almost benefiting from a lot of like excess drama, especially when we're talking about like Vladimir Tarasenko being exposed. I mean, we've heard rumblings over the last couple of weeks how fractured the relationship between him and the front office has been. And I think he, I, I sprint to the podium to pick him. Um, uh, I, you can say the same thing about Gabriel Langeskog, who we've talked about, who was left exposed. He he's you know in that free agent class, so he would be talking to them about about working on a brand new deal rather than just being taken off the roster and the expand. But it's it's going to be really tough because remember when you take people in the expansion draft, you can't just like buy them out, right? So there's so many like little scenarios that you could say, well, if they want to go with more cap space and, and leverage that and, and use that to build their team up in the next couple of years rather than going for immediate players, well, then you have to look at players like Mark Giordano or like you were just mentioning a couple of players around those expiring deals. But at the end of the day, you have to make the right choices when the situations present itself to you and the expansion unprotected lists are only one aspect of that. And there's a blueprint to follow for the golden Knights, but everybody else has also taken notes on that blueprint and you're going to have to make your own way. I just, it's so hard to predict what's going to go on because everybody is such in such a desperate position and willing to, to, to gamble in a lot of ways, but at least we're only focusing on the Kraken. I, I'd be shocked if we hear anything like actually tangible leak out of their camp about what they're going to do over the next. Because is, is it Thursday, the actual day where the expansion draft goes down? Tick tock, tick tock, ma'am. It's it's still very very shocking to me to to see some of the names that are on some of these lists, but just based off of how contracts are are structured and the amount of money that is being exchanged or the lack thereof over the next few seasons. I'm not shocked that we've already seen as small as the Nolan Patrick, Brett Howden, and uh, um, Ryan Ellis deal is. Like any other offseason, that's a huge deal. That's a huge freaking deal. But it just got caught up in the, well, this is before we all get frozen out of making deals. That just shows you people are just trying to move stuff around so I don't lose, have the worst case scenario. I want the second to worst case scenario. So teams like us who like to gamble, who like to take advantage, usually end up on the winning side. But... Law of averages. Maybe this year isn't our year. No. If the Kraken are moving forward and they need faces of the franchise, there are pr- plenty available for them, and nobody wants to get stuck with a glut of James Neal jerseys. We would have taken James Neal jerseys but if he would have stayed here, but it <laughs> has sense. If he would have stayed, but I swear, you, you, cannot, you cannot look uh, on any shopping site right now when it comes to Vegas Golden Knights, and if you click on clearance or sale items, there is a James Neal jersey somewhere. Somewhere. Somehow. <laughs> what, number, like, what number did he wear again? Uh, I, I think it was 11. 11 or something like that. Eight, he wore 18. 18. Was, yeah, 18 was his in Yeah. I'm, like how many James Neal jerseys are out there? I'm yep. sure he's a great guy hanging up, hanging out in uh, in Edmonton. Yep. 
Have so, it all the time. <laughs> for sure. Uh, lots more NHL and expansion talk coming your way here for uh, throughout the rest of the week. But coming up next, it's time to move over Madden Curse. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 